Hey friends and foes, welcome to the Brushwork Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott, and today we're talking about the importance of taking a break. Raise your hand if you are a workaholic. <laughs> you can't see this, but my hand is raised very, very high. I, I, I work all the time. When you're, when you're an artist, your work is a full-time job constantly. It's, it's constantly on your mind. You are thinking about your paintings, you're thinking about your social media work, you're thinking about how to make a sale, and you're t- thinking about your newest collectors. It's ongoing and it's never ending. Recently, all this work I've been doing has been coming to a head in my life. I had a moment where I was planning a day off and I planned in the morning to meet a friend and in the afternoon I was gonna go to a market and look at like indie artists that are around making cool crafts and things. And as I was writing down this list of this day off that I was going to have, I caught myself being like, oh, well, I have an extra hour here. Maybe I can edit some Instagram photos. Or I have two hours here. That's absolutely enough time to get some painting work done. And I caught myself thinking like that. And I was like, wait, that's not a day off. That's just fun things sprinkled in with work. (laughs) And I thought to myself, I thought, Stephanie, we, we have to change how we're thinking. We have to, we have to change the whole system of how I approach rest and relaxation. So today we're talking about why rest is important for an artist and how it's almost equally as important as the work. Earlier this year, I took a month-long vacation to Italy with my boyfriend. We went to Florence and we stayed there for the entire month. I went on this trip with the intention of not doing any artwork. None. Zero. And yet, when I was on the plane over the ocean, I was thinking, oh, you know, it'd be so cool to start a podcast. If you're wondering where Stephanie got her idea to make a podcast, it was on the airplane on my way to have a vacation. I was like, oh man, I should start a podcast. It'd be cool. I wrote down like 60 ideas of things I could talk about, learning how to rest being one of them. And, and I wrote it all down and I was feeling really accomplished. I was like, ah, oh, this is great. This is such a fun thing. I can't wait to get started on this, this new work. And then I was like, no, I'm about to start vacation. Maybe I should chill out. <laughs> Can you relate? I had a really challenging time with my brain on this vacation that I took. To be honest, it took me 15 days to actually relax and not think about artwork over my trip. That's, that's half the time I was there. It took me 15 days to stop thinking about painting, my online shop, who I need to talk to next for shows, things like that. And I was like, I'm, I'm not even in my studio and I can't stop thinking about this. I had a really lovely time in Italy and I got to see so much great artwork and go to really fun architectural museums and eat food that was sometimes good, sometimes not good. <laughs> And be in the sunlight in a way that is just not possible in the Pacific Northwest. And the fact that it took me so long to actually chill out really bothered me. So after I got home, after I finally got back to my studio, I I sat myself down and I was like, all right, I need to, I need to change my life here a bit because I don't want my whole life to be going on vacation and thinking about work the entire time. You know what I mean? I don't, it doesn't feel healthy. It it makes me anxious. I don't want to live like that. So I started doing this thing where I was like, okay, I'm going to plan more little breaks in my days. And I was like, okay, I'll plan like an hour for like reading and I'll plan like another hour for going for a Netflix binge or something <laughs> or to go visit a friend or things like that. 
And I was like, if I, if I do these, it'll be great. But you can't, you can't change a habit that quickly. And so after like three days of doing this successfully, I would start to think of more work that I had to do. And I was like, okay, I don't need to read this time. I can just take that out and expand my working hour. And it just, it creeped back, back up upon me. And I started just working nonstop. I, I would have days off in my calendar, but they weren't days off. I would just do all the unplanned work that I hadn't figured out how to organize it to my calendar those days. And I was like, okay, okay, I need a, I need a real attitude shift here. I need like a, a major change. So what I did is I found this program by Life Coach Baker. Her name's Nicole Baker. And I've mentioned her once before on this podcast. And she has this six-week program that I am currently four weeks into. And I started taking lessons from her. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over what I learned in this program and, and kind of tell you about what I've been learning to help me learn how to relax. And there's some, there's some really good nuggets here of things that I've been implementing where I can sleep a full night's rest and, you know, border in work time versus rest time. And I can go, you know, have coffee with a friend and not rush through it because I have to get back to my studio. Gosh, y'all, being self-employed is a lot. <laughs> it's very, it's very stressful. It's like, oh yeah, I don't want to work a nine to five. I want to work all the time. How fun. All right. So in this program, it's called Get Productive. And you're thinking, Stephanie, you're, you're taking a, a class called Get Productive in order to like get more relaxed. And I'm, and I'm going to tell you, yes, yes, I did. And yes, I am currently doing it. And this is great. So I'm going to go find my notes. And I'm going to tell you about what I was thinking about. Okay, so this program was really cool. In week one, she started off us off with like a banger. And then it was, write down your definition of productivity. And I'm going to expose myself here and uh, really tell you what I was thinking. In order for me to feel truly productive, I have to get everything done correctly. No doing things halfway. I must be on top of my responsibilities, take care of problems before they become problems. And if I don't have a next project ahead of me, I'm not moving forward. That was my definition of productivity. That's really freaking intense, isn't it? Just, holy cats. If I don't get everything done correctly, it's not productivity. Oh my gosh. All right. So, so there's that. And then the next question was, what does it mean to be successful? And for me to feel successful when I started this program, it meant I need to be a master of my trade. I need to make enough money to support my life. I need to seem credible as an artist. And I need to impress the people I respect. Like on a scale of one to 10, how difficult have I made it for myself to feel really actually productive or successful? Um, and we're gonna call that a 10 out of 10, a just top tier, almost impossible to do. Actually impossible to do, let's, let's clarify that. Actually impossible to succeed. And that's where I started the program. When I felt like the lowest point in my relationship with rest, I had looked at my day ahead of me and I was like, oh, I have really fun things in this day. I get to meet with a friend. I get to paint on Twitch. I get to have dinner with my boyfriend. I get to go on a walk and listen to a new podcast that I've been wanting to listen to. And I looked at that day and I just felt like I have to get through it. I have to get through the day. And I was like, I'm feeling like I have to get through my day for a really fun day that I had planned. And it wasn't fun. The day wasn't fun. I didn't have fun meeting up with my friend or streaming or doing these things because I was so 
anxious about getting it done and checked off my list. And I was like, I gotta, I have to change. I have to change. So we go through the first week and how she did this structure was there is a, so we, we went through the first week and how Nicole structures the program is that we have a video lesson and then we have a group office hours where we can talk to Nicole about any question that we have and everyone else who's in the group can listen in and comment also, which is really nice. So the first lesson was about how we define productivity and how our view of it has to shift for any of our behaviors to shift. We talked about our goals and we picked one goal for the program that would work as our focus. So one of my major goals for this year, for 2022, is to sell every painting that I make. And I wanted to really dive into that specific goal that I have and use it as the basis for this productivity lesson, which is kind of fun. So in the first week, we talked about big action things that we can do to go take us towards our goal and small action things like daily habits that can take us towards our goal. And so for me, I was like, okay, in order for me to sell every painting that I've made this year, I need to know exactly which paintings I have and where and update my archive. So for me, my big action steps were I need to update my archive. I need to mark all unsold pieces. I need to make sure every painting that I have that is unsold has good photos, that they are marketable. And then I need to start contacting people and offering them for sale. I have to tell people that they're for sale. (laughs) You know, the small steps. And so... That was one of my big actions. And then she she asked us, and Nicole's like, so how can you make this big actions fun? When I first started being a full-time artist, I I didn't see my big goals as fun. They were they were mountains to climb. They weren't things that I was like, oh, I can't wait to go get my cotton candy and skip through this day. <laughs> Even though I I did feel like that when I was painting, but it wasn't for all the other business aspects that I was, you know, challenged to learn in order to have a business. So I thought about how do I make these big actions really fun and interesting? And I was like, okay, well, when I update my archive, you know, I'm going to put on some music and I'm going to make it like a little color-coded game about, okay, I've sold these pieces, but I haven't sold these pieces. And who do I think would like these? And I kind of, I put a smile on my face. Like I just started like grinning while I was doing it. And it it became fun when I did that big action. It was it was awesome. So then we moved on to what was a small daily habit I could do. And I was like, okay, so another part of my trying to sell every painting that I make this year is contacting people who might like to buy the painting. So I was like, okay, I'm going to reach out to two people on Instagram every day who follow me, but I haven't spoken to personally. So I was like, okay, I'll reach out to two people. It'll be great. And, um, that's fun because I like talking to new people. I find it really fun. And I'm like, I want to learn about them. And I want to talk about their, you know, cute cat pictures they post on the gram or whatever. And that would be that. And then um, the third thing she asked us to do was to set a new mindset and create a new mantra of something we could say to ourselves to help bring us back into a calm and, you know, more positive behavior towards the work that we have to do. So it doesn't feel so heavy. So some of the mindsets I came up with where I don't chase, I attract. And I'm someone who enjoys the process of this. And I am calm as one of them. Okay, so then that was our, like, our homework for the week. 
And I was like, this is really great. This is really great. Can't wait to do all of these. But the homework wasn't do all of them. The homework was pick one of them. And y'all, this is how hard it is to break the habit of overworking. I saw, okay, I'll pick one of them. And then I was like, what if I did one of them and also two of them? And then in the next second, I was like, well, if I planned it out right, I could do all of it. (laughs) So instead of choosing one big thing, which was update my archive and or choosing a small thing, which was, you know, reach out to two people a day or the third thing, which was, you know, pick a mindset that keeps you calm and steady. I was like, I'm going to do all of it. And then I did in like two days. And when I was doing this, this was a couple weeks ago, this was also the day I was launching this podcast. So I was, I was doing my big action. I was updating the archive. I was reaching out to people. I was also launching my podcast and I was trying to keep my, this is fun mindset that I would put on myself. And I was like, oh no, this is how I get burned out. This is how my mind breaks and I can't relax because I keep adding more things to do on my list. So that was week one. <laughs> do you get why it's important to rest? Yet, do you, do you see why? If you don't rest and make that the priority, you start getting into these brain habits of the addiction to work. It's so much. So, okay, week one happened and I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta go to the office hours and I gotta tell Nicole about this. And Nicole was like, okay, Stephanie, well, maybe... Instead of doing everything, we pick one thing to do. And the one thing is the mindset. (laughs) And she's like, the the mindset you picked wasn't working for you. You need to pick something else. And so I decided to choose I am calm. And what's really amazing about Nicole Baker and the the things she's teaching me was that when you say, I am calm, you cannot be like, I am calm. And your ears are up to your shoulder and you're like buzzing. You have to be like, we take a deep breath. I am calm. You have to say things with intention like that. Otherwise, are you going to believe me if I'm saying, I'm calm. <laughs> and I'm buzzing with, with like it anxious energy no you're not gonna believe me and i'm not gonna believe me so we say i'm calm and then we move on i'm not gonna go through every single week of this program because i think you should do this program if it ever comes up again but the next couple weeks we talked about flow and how to get into it and how to use it those who are you are unfamiliar flow is a moment of intense focus that feels like you're breathing it feels really natural And it's easy to get into if you relax. We talked about the flow state. We talked about more things that we had to do that week and how we were going to organize it. We talked about eliminating distractions for when you're trying to focus. And then eliminating distractions when when you're trying to relax. And then in the week after that, I had my biggest breakthrough. Do you ever find a task and you're like, okay, I could do this in a single sitting. And so you write it down on your to-do list and you're like, okay, I need to, for example, my example, what I wrote down was I need to send out a price sheet for print sizes to a new client that I have. And so I wrote that as my daily to-do list. And what Nicole taught me is that you need to break down things into all of their steps. Because for me, the truth was send the price list 
of prints to my new client, it wasn't just that because what my client asked for was bigger prints than I have ever made before and bigger prints than my current print company could produce. And I was like, oh no. So for me, it wasn't just send off the price sheet. It was research a new printer, compare the prices, compare the quality, see what my friends, my colleagues were using, what companies they were using, and then make up the price sheet and then send it out. That's a seven step process that would take, you know, probably four hours worth of work or more. I also, <laughs> I also had to order samples. So that's an eight step process that would take, you know, over the course of two weeks, a couple of hours. And I had written it down as one task for my day. And in, in this realization that I had taken a, what was a small task in my brain, but wasn't at all a small task, it made me realize that I was doing this with everything in my life, where when I would write down a list of things to do in a day, each thing had, you know, seven or eight steps and I wasn't writing it down. And so I was never able to catch up with my list of things to do, which made me work harder and longer <laughs> over things where I felt like I couldn't keep up. And that's why I wasn't able to rest. Holy cats, right? Just like next level. So I started looking at every single thing on my list and I was like, all right, other things on my list were get a new podcast out. If y'all have never made a podcast before, basically that means outline an idea for what you want to talk about, and then you have to record the podcast, and then you have to edit the podcast, and then you need to upload it to your streaming platforms, and then you have to make promotional images for it, and then share those images. That's, again, an eight-step process. Another thing on my list was update my website. <laughs> Update my website. What does that mean, Stephanie? What does update your website mean? It meant for me, I needed to update my artist about page. I needed to um, fix up my inventory list. I needed to send out a new email. All of those things I had just stored in my brain, but I wasn't actually writing them down. And so when I say work on website as my one to-do list item, I, I would see that and I would just be like, okay, I have to go through my mental files about, you know, this, 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 and this thing. And it's just not, it wasn't enough. So in order to rest, I had to write things down. So I could see exactly how much time things actually were taking me. So now we're on the fourth week and I'm going to be doing a part two of this episode. I can already tell it's going to be too long where we talk about actually resting. Nicole gave me some really good pointers about the different kinds of resting. There's resting where you slow down and there's resting where you stop. And when you rest to slow down, when you rest to simply take a small break, that can mean, you know, gardening, it can mean making some tea, it can be reading, it can be anything that you do that's relaxing, rejuvenating, but still in motion. And then there's stopping resting, which is taking a nap, <laughs> binging Netflix, just not doing anything at all, just sitting still and meditating. That's a great one. And I was like, okay, how do I, how do I plan these in my day? How do I plan something? So now I'm trying something new. I have written out everything that I want to get done this week, and I've broken it down into as many one sitting tasks as I can. I've planned out my week. And the first thing I wrote down on my calendar for this week is the times I have to rest. One thing I noticed when I came back from Italy, after I had been away from my painting studio for four weeks, 
is that I did feel rejuvenated. I did feel good about myself. I had more energy. I had a lot of inspiration from all the things I was looking at. And I thought to myself, how do I capture this in my daily life? I don't want to have to take a month-long trip in order to feel like I have an unbridled, endless amount of energy. Back when I was an athlete, I learned a system of recovering while in motion. Runners will often do this, but I was an equestrian where you learn how to recover your breathing while you're still going, which allows you to run longer and continue to perform your goal. When you have moments of resting in your life, in your workday, you're able to recover while you're going. It makes your art better. It makes you more productive. It makes you happier to do the work. And it's so good for your mind to, to chill. The part of the reason why I'm recording this episode specifically is because I need this reminder about why it's important to rest. So new changes I've made into my life are this. If I ever have a moment where I have to cancel a painting stream on Twitch, instead of moving it to the next day, it's just canceled. I'm not making it up. I'm not going to do it later and cram more into the rest of my week, you know? If I have to cancel something, we're not rescheduling. It's simply canceled and we're continue on through, continuing on through our day as we need to. I need to rest every single day. Every day there needs to be a moment of retreat, a moment of reflection. And I've now scheduled that into my calendar. I also get really focused when it comes to my administrative work, emails and websites and the like. So now I set a timer for 30 minutes or an hour, depending on what the task needs. And when the timer goes off, I've got a couple minutes to finish whatever task I'm doing, and then I'm done. I can go back to it another day, but that's when I have to stop. Having this new set of boundaries and rules to guide my life by is giving me room to breathe. It's giving me room to find new sources of inspiration. It's giving me more quality time with my partner. It's allowing me to take classes like this. So I've got two more weeks left in this program, and I'm really looking forward to coming back and doing a, a second podcast about this topic. One, to review the rest of the program, but two, to give y'all an update on how my new systems are affecting my life. I've got three things I've added in. I've got the timer. I've got scheduling things out, making sure I get all of my one sitting tasks actually written down. And I'm excited to see results. I know there will be some because even in the last two days of really implementing all of this, it's I feel more relaxed. I feel like I've got more brain space and that's such a great feeling. So if you are interested in hearing more, stay tuned for next week where I go over why rest is important, part two. Thank you so much for listening to Brushwork Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott. You can find me at stephaniescott.art on Instagram. That's also my website. Or you can find the podcast at Brushwork Pod over on Instagram as well. Thanks for listening and make good choices, everyone. Goodbye.